Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I am your co-host, Dallas Montague. It's great to be back here in the studio today in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I'm excited for the podcast today. We have an interview with a man named Juan Carlos Arzola, and Juan is a success and significance coach. And this is a community set of systems, resources, and innovation for the world's top coaches. He has been a people coach, a coach of coachers for many, many years now. He has a lot of experience, brings in a lot of his own experiences into this as well. And so I really look forward to this podcast today. Before we begin, I'm going to talk a little bit about a message that I have shared here in Brazil. The year 2020, the year that we're in right now, people say that that is the year of 2020 vision. That's a thing that a lot of people have said about this year. And I want to touch on that a little bit. I want to talk about vision. So I believe that vision always needs a vessel. And so I want to talk about the life of David. God had a plan for the people of Israel. He brought them out of slavery from Egypt, right? He brought them them out of slavery, wanted to give them freedom, a land flowing with milk and honey. And so God had a plan for the people of Israel. And the people of Israel wanted a king. They wanted to look like the rest of the world. And so they said, give us a king, give us a king. And Samuel was really upset about that because they already had a king. They had a king and it was God. God was already the one because God's people have already been set apart because the separation is in the preparation and they have been set apart from the world. That's why they're God's chosen people because he pulled them out of the world and they look, they're supposed to look different. But the cry of their hearts were saying, we want to look like everyone else. We want to look like the other nations. They have a king. They have a ruler over them. We want someone to judge us. We want someone to look over us, to guide us. This is something that Samuel said. He's like, but don't you guys understand that you already have a king and it's God and God already does all these things for you. But the, as you know, the story goes on in first Samuel, what happens is they give them a king and it's Saul and Saul is the most qualified. He's the tallest in his tribe, the most handsome, strong, he, right? He looks like a king should look. And so they give him the opportunity to be a king in Israel, the first king of Israel. And he goes out and he, he's doing some great things. He's very successful. He's doing things for the people of Israel. And what happens is there's an opportunity to go out into a war and to slaughter everyone. The direction from God was to go and dest- destroy everything, the sheep, the goats, the people, every, everything that's living, destroy it. And Saul goes into the battle and he does that, but he sacrifices some of the sheep to give a sacrifice to God. And so what we do in our life, it's common for us to to, yes, God gave us a direction. God gave us a plan, gave us a vision, but then we turn it into our own vision, our own perspective. And he turned it into this thing where he says, no, I'm going to sacrifice some of the sheep for you, God. God, I'm doing this differently than what you explained and what you asked, but it's for you. And so actually at the end of that story, Saul lost his place as king and they gave it to David after that. And so King David, David was anointed 
David was positioned and he wasn't actually king until 15 years after he was anointed to be king. He was anointed around 10 to 15, but he wasn't actually in the position of a king until age 30. And so what I said, vision needs a vessel. God had a vision for his people. He set them apart. He set them aside from the world. And David was the vessel for this vision. Every vision that ever has existed in the world needs a vessel. God has a vision in your life, just like this, just like God's people in Israel. You are God's chosen person right now, but he wants you to partner with his vision to make it happen. This vision that's going to happen, you can either partner with God or you can try to live your own way. And Saul did that and lost his position as king. And it was given to somebody who would obey God. And so today I just want to leave you with this. Is this vessel going to be you this year, year 2020, the year of perfect vision? Is this going to be you today or is God going to have to find another vessel for his vision? So thank you guys so much. We're going to get into the podcast now with Juan. And before we begin, I'm just going to open us up in prayer, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity today. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for this podcast, for every single listener that we have today, our audience. God, I pray that you continue to expand this audience. I pray that you continue to touch the hearts of the people every single podcast that we release. I pray for more podcast interviewees to come, more people to share their wisdom, more people to touch other people's hearts, to encourage each other. God, this is a community. God, this is a family, faith and family fellowship, God. So we just ask you to guide this podcast today. I pray that Juan has wisdom to share with us, has experiences to share with us, to help us have a different perspective, a way to bring us closer to you, God. And so I pray like we do on a lot of other podcasts that we leave differently than when we came in today. And I just pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Living a clean life before God is the foundation of any and every relationship with the God of Abraham. He requires complete loyalty to Him and Him alone. From this loyalty breathes faith, righteousness, and the fear of God. The rewards of this loyalty are tremendous. Long life, prosperity, and salvation to say the least. We all have a pharaoh in our lives in one shape or form holding us hostage or binding us to something. But God will hear your cry when you reach out to him and he will set you free. Listen to Patience Shigamira magnify the greatness of God in Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit by combining God's word with music. Patience just released a new single entitled My Salvation found on YouTube at Patience Shigamira. You were designed by God for a unique purpose. At this point, nothing could be done about your wasted years, but something can be done about your future in Christ. Your purpose is divine, and there is a time to everything, says Solomon. God has a plan for you. In Esau Jasper's new book, Finishing on Time, Roadmap to Kingdom Success, he introduces us to a powerful way to discover our purpose and insight into strategies for living a triumphant life. Esau Jasper's new book is available on Amazon. Pick up a copy today. Juan, how are you today? It's great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity to share a message with uh, your audience. Yeah. Uh, Where are you located at today? Right now, I'm in Miami, Florida. Is that where you live today, too? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in Fort Lauderdale. Florida, which is a little bit north, so right now, but uh, yeah, I've been here for the last 20, <laughs> actually 28 years. Wow. Quite a while. 
Juan, if you just want to open up the podcast with your te- your Christian testimony, we like to open up about five to ten minutes of your story, a little bit about you. Uh, tell us about yourself, Juan. Yeah, I um, was uh, born Catholic. I'm originally from Peru and came um, here to U.S. in '91. And um, you know, yeah, I went to school here and I went through a lot of uh, struggles. You know, my parents got divorced, then I tried to go to university, then I got married, and then I went through a big divorce, uh, became a single father, and that really triggered me to get into personal developing myself. You know, I was very successful in terms of business, you know, uh, making money, but didn't feel fulfilled. And out of that emptiness, I started, you know, going to church and uh, didn't feel fulfilled, like I was telling you, know, so, and I, I struggling in my marriage, uh, you know, I was uh, going to churches, then I, I became Christian and um, started reading a lot about the Bible and and got into uh, changing my life. I wanted to, to, to become a better person, you know, uh, nobody's perfect. I, I wasn't perfect. I made some mistakes and and I realized I just wanted to have a second part of my life a little bit more meaningful, you know. I I had the income, but I didn't have the impact. I was successful, but I didn't have the significance, you know, the fulfillment in my life. And when I got into personal development, you know, I was reading, you know, books from Joe Maxwell, you know, which uh, was one of my mentors, you know. And, and uh, quite a lot of leaders uh, who actually lived in Florida, you know, and, and that got me into, you know, I, I want to really learn and grow myself. You know, I just not only want to become a, a better person, but then I want to help other people, you know, and because I realized that having all the money and having all the income, that's good, but it's that's not fulfilling if you're going to use it, you know, to help, you know. So when, when I start getting, helping people out, and changing people's lives, you know, guiding them and, and coaching them and training them to, to to make it more meaningful, then it's priceless, you know. Whenever you have people, you know, they can share a testimony, they can tell you, you know, uh, because of what you say or because you, you brought the light, you know. And I said, look, it's, it's not me, you know. I just pray that God uses me to, to do something for other people, you know. Uh, I just want to be... Um, I was blessed, like I told you at the beginning, and I just want to be a blessing for other people and, and, and to be able to share the knowledge and share my insights and share my experience that I went through with other people so they don't go through that uh, like, like it happened to me, you know. So my, my journey, you know, came out of suffering a lot, you know, a big, big divorce, a big struggle, single little couple, couple two little boys at that time. And, um, and actually made me realize, you know, I, I just want to leave a good legacy for my boys. You know, I, I just want to become a better father. And that's the reason, you know, so it actually went from from reading books, uh, going to seminars, getting mentors to, you know, then I said, you know, I, I want to become a coach and now I, I want to have a coaching business, you know, and, and now actually I'm, I'm coaching coaches. I'm, I'm, I'm helping coaches and helping trainers that want to help people. So right now, that's how my evolution came up, you know. I want to help people, and I help people who help people. It's kind of like that perspective, like, hey, I've been there before. I get it, you know. And so I think, like you say, relating is such an important tool in coaching. 
and you can say, yes, I lived it. I went through it. I, I'm, I have experience and you can get through it too. I think, yeah, like that's a very powerful tool to encourage people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because at the end, you know, I just, I wish I knew this because you don't learn this at school. You know, you don't learn to learn. You don't learn to think. You don't learn to, you know, to become a better person overall, not just intellectually, but emotionally, spiritually, physically. You know, and when there's a brand new, you know, when you go into a room and you light people up because of your smile or because of one word or because of your belief in them or because you can actually see more that they can, people don't see in themselves, you know, and you just share. It's just, it's beautiful, you know. So it brought me from my passion to my purpose. And, and being able to see that you can bring prosperity into people's lives and other people's businesses. Because the people that I serve, the people that I work, they're already helping people. They're already impacting people. They're already coaching. They're already training. They're already speakers. They're out for helping other people. So I bring my insights. I bring my experience. I bring what I've learned you know, uh, to them so it can, e- it can be easier for them to make the impact. You know, uh, a lot of people are working there to make the impact. And of course, they make the income, but they usually lose the independence. You see, they, they lose the freedom, but they want to be able to have more freedom to do the things they love to do. You know, even though giving, serving, sharing is good, but they all have the life. And that's what happened to me. You know, I, I, I was a workaholic. I worked a lot, you know, and I didn't have time before you know, so actually how you structure the, the, the whole business so you can make a bigger impact in the world. And that, that's how I, I help people. And that's a little bit part of my journey, if, you, if we can uh, share, call it like that, you know. What really, so you, you're talking a little bit about that background. What kind of brought you into this career more than that? You say that your, your uh, failures helped other people. You know, you can help bring insight into people's lives. But what, what made you want to be a coach? What made you want to help people further than just helping people, if that makes sense? Yeah. Um, okay, let me back up. When when mm-hmm. I was struggling a lot, I was going to churches and, you know, I was looking for God and then I was looking at books to, to learn. But then I didn't know that there was a coach there. I thought just coach was just for the sport, but I never knew that a coach, that there was a coach, there was a mentor there was a consultant, there was a trainer that can actually move things around to help you think better. You know, and not only the, the mindset part, but actually uh, in a holistic way, you know, and, and there's this, all these specialties and expertise and, and, and I didn't even know this industry at all. And I remember when I, I tried to, to go after them, they were impossible to reach, they were extremely expensive. And, and I thought, who I am to be able to call these guys to, to help me out, you know? I thought that like, that's what I could do was read a book. So because of that, I said, you know what? I, I want to be different. I want to be more open. I want to be able to help people, you know, just because I love to help. It, it was nothing, you know, because of the money at that time. So I was helping a lot of people. Just being me, being actually wearing four hats myself, you know, being the coach, being the trainer, being the main consultant. And helping with all these, you know, uh, all of these different type of people in different industries that they were struggling. And then I said, you know what? I cannot do all of this by myself. And it was taking out of my freedom. 
And I said, okay, the next stage for me was, you know what? I want to help people who are making a difference in the world because they're already helping people, you know? Uh, and that's the switch that I say for me to make a deeper impact, a, a, a bigger impact and go farther. I, I, I want to help people who are helping other people. I want to help the coaches. I want to help the trainers. I want to help because I've been there. I wear those hats already, you know, and sometimes they um, end up working in the business, not on the business, or they start working in the skills, you know, to, to because they're really good. But they forget, how, you know, how can you actually inspire those people, how do you can actually ignite change in those hearts, you know, in those souls, in those actions? How do you actually do that, you know, to actually make that not just a temporary impact or superficial change, but actually a deeper impact? You know, and that's when you go into into God, you know, and you go like mm-hmm. when I read the Bible, when you go into into deeper things, you know. Uh, and and I said, you know what? I just want to be used, like I told you before. I want to be used by God. I just want Him to use it. And that's how I see, you know. I say, okay, the next level for me is to be able to help these people that are helping people already. And and even if I can just make this, for example, this coach or this trainer better overall, not only the business, his business, his skills, his influence, and all of that, but if I can just bring him to the next level. He could actually start touching thousands, if not millions, of lives behind him. Mm. I like that. I like that what you just said. You said in the beginning you were coaching people, and then you turned to start coaching coaches. And I think that is a huge outreach because you can only coach one person at a time. But if you coach a coach, then you're impacting thousands of different people's lives. I think that's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Because actually, I, I, I exactly because I was first doing one on one. Then I said, okay, that's too much of my time. Then I was doing groups myself. But these are groups just very highly CEOs, very successful people already, you see? But it only ends there. The impact was just up to that level because they were not speakers. They were not coaches. They were not trainers. They were just the CEOs of a company. In the best case scenario, they probably just helped with the leadership for their team, and that was it. But not on the person not on the personal development industry, more on the professional industry. And I wanted to reach both, you know. I believe in changing the leader, not the business. Mm-hmm. I believe in changing the person, not the organization. I believe in changing the inside, the, the, the core, the heart, inside out, not outside in. You mm-hmm. see, uh, to make a, a, a deep, lasting change that you can actually see later on, you know. So that's the, that's the, the change, you know, that, that's the, the change. A lot of people, you know, because it happened to me, I want to change the business. I want to change, you know, because, yeah, they, they, they're actually looking for that. But you get, they're going to change themselves, the leaders, you know, the, the organization, the impact will go up to the leader's um, highest level. So, so it, the, my job now is, is raising those coaches, raising those trainers, raising the, those mentors and raising those consultants so they can spread the world. Because the beauty about this is that all these experts, they all love people. They all work with people. They all value people. And I love it. And I just want to make sure I can help them, you know, see more, you know, mm-hmm. see something else. And, and they can actually 10x whatever they do trying to do in their business, you know? Yeah. And when you're working with people, what kind of perspective do you need to have of people to work with people? Um, more than anything else, I just looked at the, the, the heart, the love, 
you know, if, if they love what they do, if they genuinely love helping people, not for the income, but for the impact. Mm. Not because they want to do it fast, but because they want to make it last. Mm. Not because they're thinking about themselves, but because they think about others. And that's the, the, the difference between success and significance. You see, success is about me. Significance is about others. And once you taste significance, success will never satisfy you. You know, and and that's the beauty of this, you know, because once you start helping people and changing people's lives and, and being used to do something, that's your legacy. That's the lasting legacy. That's actually what you will be remembered for. So I always try to think, bring these experts and, to, and ask them, you know, how do yeah. you want to be remembered for? I think that's a great point. Is always, it's, it's good to take time and just identify that. Like, who do I want to be remembered for? You know, do I want to be remembered for this, for that? I, I mean, I think that's really important to focus in on what we want to be remembered for. Exactly. And, and I, I go even beyond that. I tell you want to be remembered for what you did or for who you were. Yeah. You see, do you want to leave a legacy of principles or a legacy of people or a legacy of possessions? And then usually those coaches, those trainers, those consultants, and those mentors, they become authors. They write the book. I say, good. Mm -hmm. It's a new chapter because it's easy to make the transition. Because that book, those are the principles. Whatever you're teaching, just that can become the book. Whatever mm -hmm. you're speaking, that's your story. That's your journey. Just your calling. Put it in writing. That's your book. Don't do it for the money. That's the legacy right there. You see, and they, they say, wow, they never thought about that, you see. So I, I try to bring some light, light up the pathway for them, um, tell them that there's many ways that they can share their voice. There's many ways that they can share the gifts, you know. And sometimes if you are just the coach, they say, okay, I'm just the coach and I don't write. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, you can just speak it and somebody else can write it. It's mm -hmm. your wisdom. It's your that's a good point. <laughs> Exactly. You see, you don't, you know, because it happened to me, you see, uh, or vice versa. You see, if you're really good at writing a book, guess what? That's a course. If you really write that, those, that, those are sessions for an online course or for whatever teaching you want to do out of that. You know, some people can actually are better writing. Some people are better watching, listening. And that's where it comes between men, women, females, right brain, left brain, or whatever you want, personality types and all of that, you know? So it's actually opening up more doors for, for, for uh, these thought leaders or these experts or these influencers or those high achievers uh, to impact more, to make a deeper impact. So I'm actually really grateful to have the opportunity to, to share with people that really Care, you know, and they believe in creating value and they believe in contributing to the world and they figure, okay, how do I put it all together? You know, because that's where I come in. You know, yeah, that's where I tell, you know, I help you with attract the people. I help you with connecting with them. I help you creating the, the value, creating the program, making sure it's easy to be remembered. You know, the lighting up the, the wisdom that you have that I don't have. Mm -hmm. I believe working together, you know, yeah, you can exactly. e use each other's skills. Yeah. That's How do you, because mm -hmm. you, we all have insights and experience and wisdom for many years inside our brains, our minds. So how do you actually retrieve that and put it on paper? 
How do you retreat that and actually teach it? I have some notes here from, from you. Uh, your philosophy is to attract, to connect, create, and to serve. And I think you're exactly talking about that right now. Is Yes, yes. You, wanna, you need to connect with people. You need to create things. You need to serve other people. And I think it all kind of works in this big circle. And yeah. you know, you're scratching yeah. someone's back. They scratch yours. You, know, you kind of help each other out. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Because IBM, what really moves people is those last two things, you know, the, 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 the creation and the serving, the giving, the contribution. What am I building today that I can contribute to my community, that I can contribute to the world, that I can contribute to the humanity for this generation, for the next generation, you see? And a lot of people, they, they, they don't see that. And I help them see that. You know, it doesn't matter what you, but you, I believe each one of us has value within us. I get to learn from all of my clients, you know, but then it's, it's like, okay, how do I actually connect? And that's where connection comes in. You know, how do you communicate? How do you do engage with them? How do you actually influence them so they can actually pay attention to you? You know, and the first part is, is the attraction, you know, how, how, kind of marketing, you know, how do you bring them in? How do you bring a movement, you know? Because you, you want to move people in, you know. How do you make sure they, they you're being heard? They can hear you, and it's, it's, you you gotta speak the same language, you know. And, and there's and all of this I learned from my personal growth, from my professional development, and from all this experience that I've been dealing with celebrities, dealing with rich and famous, and dealing with my clients as well. You know, I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. This should be a better way to actually be able to to make a bigger impact. What do you, what would you say is the biggest mental block for people that because like what you're saying here it's not completely new to me but it's like wow that's a, a good like you're opening a compartment of my brain that I haven't opened in a while you know and so what's the biggest mental block for people that, that's great question that's great I believe distraction there's a lot of distraction there from I think social you're media right. from TV <laughs> the news whether positive or negative even if we bring negative then brings a fear, brings us frustration. That's huge right there. And number two, people don't believe in themselves. Uh, and I tell you this with a lot of humility and humbleness. I thought it was not possible for me too. But sometimes when with God, everything is possible. And when you bring, when you like pass the past and don't focus on the past and focus on the future, when you don't focus on the problem and you focus on the promise, when you don't see the reality of what happened and you see the results that you want to go forward, then everything changes in your mindset, in the way that you think. And, and actually, to, to go a little bit further in, your, in, your, in what you did, whatever you share, is whatever you think is going to make you feel something. And when you feel that something, you're going to act in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's by law kind of thing. Let's put it in context, you know? So if you think positive, you're going to feel good. And if you feel good, you're going to act good. But if, mm. you, if you think bad or negative, then you're going to feel bad. And if you feel bad, you won't do things. Actions won't happen, you see? So yeah. if we go to the beginning, you know, and you probably heard a lot of mentors, you know, thoughts create your reality, thoughts create your... And it's, it's biblical as well. But if you go deeper into what triggers your thought, what makes your thing think, what causes your thoughts to come to you, okay? And, and I'll share with you this because uh, or your audience can get some value out of this is whatever you believe. Your beliefs, your values, and your principles will create your thoughts. 
You think mm -hmm. one way, I think another way. And the audience listening to this right now, they think another way. And it's based on our values. Maybe, maybe you value family, I value business, and somebody else values relationship or health. Mm -hmm. You see? Let's yeah. say health, they value health, I value business, and, and you value um, family. You know, it doesn't mean that either of us is wrong or right. You know, it's about who, val you know, the values, who's, which one goes first, which one takes priority. And then the beliefs, you know, if you believe in yourself, if you believe in others, if you believe in your product, if you believe in your, in your capacity to figure things out, you know, and the principles, you know, principles varies from country to country. What's right? what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, what's true, what's false, okay? And when you know, and that's all irrelevant, you see? But all of that triggers your thought. But I can tell you this, everything is possible. Everything is possible. And sometimes if you have the thought, if God put that thought, that idea in your mind, it's because you're capable of doing it. And that was a huge breakthrough from one of my mentors, John Maxwell, you know, he's a Christian pastor, or one of the world's biggest uh, global leaders. Um, you know, if, if God poured you that idea in your mind, he didn't give it to me, give it to you. And it means that you're capable of doing it, you know, and that, acts, that was a huge wake up call for me. And if we look in the scripture, it says that the gifts that we receive are for the common good. You know, it says that each and every one of us have a gift. And it's yes. been given to us for the common good. And we always think like, oh, what is my gift? What is my gift? What is my gift? And we never find it. It's because we're not thinking about the common good. We're thinking about ourselves. And I think yes. you mentioned that earlier. I think that's awesome. John Maxwell is great as well. I, I love his, his leadership, his books and those things, his teachings. I've seen some of those as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, actually because of him, I, my whole job life changed because I remember going to church and they, there was a Bible study and they brought that book, uh, 15 Laws of Growth or something like that. I remember that was the first book of personal growth that I read really, really good, you know, because I, you know, it's like everybody finishes school and they think they're, they got to stop learning, stop growing. <clears throat> and it was a huge mistake that I was making, you know. So <clears throat> to, 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 to contribute to your point, yeah, when, when, when you, when you, it, it, and it's not easy when you say finding the gift, finding the column, calling the mission or a purpose. What I did, what did help me is this, what I will share with you is this, it's like, I went from, I went in four stages, okay? I, I, I want to know, I want to get what I want. And, you know, you usually, you know, you want to get, get, get this, okay? Get what you want. But the next step is, you want to get what you get because usually what happened to me is after I get it what I want, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, calm. that's sense? so real. It's like, oh, you know, that doesn't seem as good as I thought it would. <laughs> exactly. So, so the first step, a lot of people hearing this is, oh, I, 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 I want to get this. Okay, good. The next, after you get it, do you really want it? I, do you want what you get? You see? And the third is, do you love what you give? And then do you do first? I'm sorry. Do you give what you love, and then do you love what you give, which is the last? Mm -hmm. What is what Jesus did with us? If you really think about it, you know. So when I see my journey like this, is I want to give what I love. You see, all my talent, my knowledge, my gift, everything that you describe. Yeah, I want to give what I love to give, what I'm really good at. You know. And then the next step is I want to give 
I want to I want to love what I give, and then I want to give what I love. Meaning, even though I love it so much, I want to give it away because I'm not taking anything with me. You see? Yep. It, it, yep. It, you know, it's like you, you give the greatest things that you have, you give it away. You know, and and actually that that's actually my website too, and 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 that was a huge lesson for me because I was stuck in the first. A lot of people want, I want to get, get, get for me, me, mm-hmm. me. You know, and then they want. I want, 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 because, you know, and sometimes, yeah, that's good. They, that's really what they wanted. But then the next step, which is the significance part, is mm. I want to give and then I want to love, you know? Yep. I think you're right. I think we get caught on that satisfying ourselves, satisfying our flesh, that we get stuck there and we're like, oh, I need this. Oh, it doesn't fulfill. Oh, and then it's this. Then, no, no, no. No, it was that. That's what I needed. Oh, I got to get this car. I got to pay this house. No, 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 no. And you never make it. You never make yeah. it. To the other yeah. levels. I think you're right. Yeah. And in the past, you have you have ran some courses, right? Some crash courses, some training courses, accelerated courses. Um, can you tell me a little bit about those courses? Are you still offering those courses for clients today? Um, yes. I'm doing um, intensive, private uh, training intensive with the high achievers and high leaders that really want to do one-on-one uh, on private. Just very, very few, one or two a year. But more than anything else, I'm, I'm working with uh, groups, okay? So uh, pretty much coaches who want to join online, you know, because I deal with a lot of people around the world, or, you know, fly to Miami, but this is more into a small, very small group to, to go into intensive. It's a weekend intensive, what I call it, but then I have a, a yearly program, okay, um, online for, for, for these leaders, in which actually there's only three things, main things that we we do, you know, they, they join for the relationships and the connections for perspective and for strategies, you know. Um, and I, I learned it because I was myself involved in different masterminds, okay, um, which, by the way, this is a mastermind that I have. You know, I was involved with uh, a lot of these uh, thought leaders, um, but they're more into other things um, in masterminds. So I, I belong to different masterminds, uh, and, and I learned a lot of things, you know, so... <clears throat> Uh, retreats, you know, but I wanted to make sure whatever I bring it, and there's meaningfulness into this. There's, yes, I will help you make being successful, but I also want to make sure that there's significance there, you know, they're, they're, you're doing something with a mission, with a purpose, you know, and, and, and move you towards something that, um, that what I like to say is uh, I help people update and upgrade their overall life and business, you know, so they can have that, 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 that the, the impact, the income, the influence and the inspiration to, to, to raise people up, you know. That's what I've seen that uh, a lot of people need, you see. Uh, I was grateful and blessed to be able to, to work with, you know, a lot of world leaders, you know, whether mm-hmm. they're Christians, they're not Christians, they're um, uh, millionaires, they're not millionaires, they're famous, they're, they're rich and famous, they're, you know, very well-known celebrities. And I see this common pattern. And I said, you know what? We need to bring God into this equation, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. I want to make sure I bring this significance, this meaningful, this contribution, this connection. The connection is, is loving, you know? It, it's caring for people. You know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You know, so, and so this I, is you're talking about the the Global Wisdom Council, right? This yes. is your elite mentorship, yes. and so f- I'm just going to give an overview from what I'm understanding here for our listeners. So this elite membership 
mentorship that you're talking about. You're you do a few a year, and so it's like you walk with them. It's not like a touch and go type no. of relationship. It's a you walk with them, you you live life with them and help them. Is that correct? Uh, yes, but it's a little bit more than that. These are people okay. that are already making and reaching a lot of people. Okay. Okay. And they're not really want the strategies or the systems or anything like that. They want the relationship. They want opening doors. They want the network. They mm. want the introductions. Can can you can you open up doors for for these new celebrities like with Oprah, with George Washington, or New York Times, or the United Nations? And they want this, but more than anything else, the goal is to coach and press and mentor global leaders together. That's the ultimate. That's why Global Wisdom Council is for. So, out okay. of this elite mastermind group, there will be twelve experts from different perspectives. You know, let's say twelve mm-hmm. coaches, mentors that we will go and coach presidents of a country, a global leader. Let's say Donald Trump. You see, he has a board of advisors, but just the U.S. perspective, political perspective. But there's not. They don't have global leaders. Don't have this holistic approach with success and significance they don't have this i don't care about exactly the politics whatever they're doing at the country i just want to make sure they can upgrade the computer system i want to make sure they 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 upgrade their heart they upgrade their soul they can see more and beyond they can care more no less you know they can see humanity different eyes bring the different lenses so when when there's an external this is what i call it you know this global wisdom council team and group that their own their their purpose is to ignite light through questions as coach you know you bring questions and as advisor as a counselor you just provide solutions no we're mm-hmm. going to spark light bring breakthroughs bring those aha mm-hmm. moments that we don't create god does it but guess what we bring the question we spark the question we we bring it in a way that it can actually um, ignite, uh, spark those breakthroughs, create those big leaps, those, those small shifts in the way that they think, in the way that they perceive, in the way that they can see that perspective. Because it's like, I don't know if I'm making sense right now with, with you and your audience, but it, it, it's something different, you know, because I did experience that myself. It's not like I'm teaching them a specific subject or topic. It's just, I'm just tuning up the engine, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just bringing yeah. oil to the engine to make sure they actually care more about the world and humanity and together we can do much more, you know? So that's what Global Wisdom Council is for. It's about, it's, yes, they're already very successful at running their own businesses, but the next step after running a successful business is let's go for that. And how can people reach out to you? Do you have a, a website? Do you have a Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube, yeah. other things like that? How can they reach out for you? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a couple of uh, ways that is going to be very easy for people uh, here to reach out. Uh, they can go to juancarlos.life or www.jesus.me, jesus.me. If you go to any okay. of those, you actually end up in the same landing page, the same, my, my same um, page. Actually, okay. I bought that domain because thinking about doing something for God, mm-hmm. okay? And it was intentionally but many years ago, because I wanted to do something global. I wanted to do something for humanity. I, I, I think after traveling the world myself to many countries, di- learning different cultures, different languages, if a lot of people can do really good in the U.S., we can make a huge impact in any other country very, very easy. It's easier 
<laughs> if you made it in U.S., it will be easier to 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 influence and do the impact in other countries that they don't have this leadership. They don't have the influence. They don't have the college, the coaches, or the the knowledge to match on all of this. So, uh, and that's why. Um, um, I was, uh, like I told you, was blessed to be able to learn from a lot of good uh, sources from Harvard to the government, to United Nations, to leaders, from TV celebrities, to all of this, to make sure, you know, to, okay, I, I want to do something. And the best way to do something is to do this together with other people that are already doing a, a big a big difference in the world. To do this together that other people that are coaches and they're already making an impact. And I just want to help them make a bigger impact, you see, because then everybody, it's a win-win-win for everybody, you know. And um, I, that's what I believe that uh, it can be easily for. So for your audience listening to this, uh, and if you guys are a coach, a consultant, uh, a mentor, a trainer, and you teach people, even if it's the Bible, even if it's a, a book, if it's if your wisdom, you have experience, you have something, and you want to bring it to another world, they can reach out to us. You know, they go through an application, and if they want to uh, belong to a group, then we can go into details into that. But more than anything else, the only requirement is I want them to love people. That's the bottom line, right? The bottom line. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, Juan, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today and the things that you shared, the wisdom, the insight of all the things that you have going on with your business and other things like that. Um, to end the podcast, would you just be able to pray us out? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, God, for this opportunity to be able to share this message, to share my experience, to share my struggles. Thank you for giving me the uh, humble heart to be able to be a servant for people. Uh, please use me to be able to bring this uh, message to all the coaches, all the leaders, all the entrepreneurs uh, listening to this uh, podcast to, to bring them hope, to bring them light, to bring them, you know, a, a future hope that I want to be able to be used to help them to bring their message to the next level, to make sure they can bring this message to the world. So thank you. Give them the courage to, to speak up whether to me, to somebody else, but, you know, sometimes together we can go farther, you know, and we want to make sure I can help reach the world of God to other people and to be able to, to, to bless other people to, with whatever he has already given us, you know, to be able to live and to be able to be alive. I'm eternally grateful to be a servant to every single listener um, listening to this audio Thank you again for the opportunity for this interview. Thank you for the opportunity to bring uh, my message uh, to this audience. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.